It's time for Ask Dale Anything, the show that answers your most perplexing questions with profound answers from one of the top transformational teachers and leaders on the planet, Dale Halloway. I'm your host, Mickey Manning, Dale's left-hand person, as I like to call it, and I've never heard a question that he can't answer. He's been doing this for over 40 years now, and he truly has an answer that's profound and helpful on any topic. So with that, let's get into today's question. All right, Dale, I have got a very interesting question here from Michelle. Now, before we get into Michelle's question, I just want to remind everyone of our best question bonus giveaway. You guys can send your question in just like Michelle has here to get your question answered, but also to be entered into our ongoing giveaway, our best question bonus giveaway. All you've got to do to be entered is to email your question to us at askdale at askdaleanything.com. That's askdale at askdaleanything.com. And you can not only get your question answered on one of our podcast episodes, but you will be entered in to win one of Dale's transformational courses that can continue to impact your life for the better forever. So with that, let's get into Michelle's question. So Dale, Michelle asks, would physical pain be an example of karma? And once we surrender to our higher self and are in process of actively actively resolving our karma, does pain pass more quickly and more tolerably? I had a recent surgery and was prescribed pain meds, which were not even required. Ultimately, I experienced minor pain and let it pass through me. Can you explain what happened? I'm still totally amazed by this. Yes, well, the most certainly um, pain can be an experience in which we are resolving some past karma, um, partly because when we're experiencing that pain, that in the experience of that pain, we learn something that perhaps we've been intending to learn for some time. But somewhere in the experiencing of that pain, we become receptive enough, surrendered enough, accepting enough of the pain to where now whatever the lesson is that's been encoded within that pain, thus the karma, that lesson now gets accessed and ultimately embodied or integrated. And that really is the point of the karma. The karma is there to teach us something that we are to be learning about ourselves in the form of some kind of a lesson. So in this case, um, if I'm experiencing karma or experiencing pain, Um, one of the same in terms of that karma. And I'm just allowing myself to have the pain. In other words, I'm not fighting the stream. I'm not fighting the energy. I'm no longer resisting that karma. Another word for karma is also consequence, right? And or blessing. So I'm no longer resisting the consequence 
of my choices from way back when that's now turned into a karma that I've got to resolve. To resolve that karma, of course, I've, I'm required to learn a lesson or two or three, depending on the volume of the karma that we're in um, the process of actually resolving or releasing or balancing out. And so now, as I accept, in this case, the pain and really let myself go into the pain without the fighting of the pain. In other words, the thing I let go of is the fighting. So, and what sounds like happened here, you let go of the fight. You let go of the fight and you just allowed yourself to really accept the pain, the pain as it was. I mean, it's still painful. You know, it's like I touch on in um, my first book on being called to change, where I highlight the two types of pain. And there's that original pain. And that original pain is something that we all get to experience. Um, then, of course, the second type of pain is the unnecessary pain. This is the pain that we literally bring upon ourselves through that of the ongoing resistance towards the original pain. It's the unnecessary suffering part that even Buddha uh, taught on, you know, when he was in physical form on the planet as well. And so, you know, when I really let this go, meaning letting go of my resistance towards the pain and let the pain be what the pain is and really drop into a state of accepting that, feeling that, letting myself have a full-on experience with it, somewhere in there, if this is karmatic, then that lesson's going to pop, whatever the lesson is. And that's where the lesson becomes learned. When the lesson becomes learned, then the pain, all of a sudden, it just it can move and it can move rather quickly. It can move through our system and to where it's, as you said, quite amazing because on the other side of it, it's like, wait a minute, you know, only minutes ago or hours ago, I was in so much pain. And here I am now um, in a very different uh, place with this pain where there's either very little pain or the pain still moving through me but it's nothing like how it was. And this just feels absolutely amazing to me. This is really an awesome experience. Did I resolve karma? I maybe didn't resolve at all, but at the very least, I probably resolved at least a chunk of it in this process of just letting myself truly be conscious in my acceptance of whatever the pain was that I was experiencing. Odell, I just have to say, I really wish we had this podcast topic when I broke my arm because mm. my resistance was like off the charts and I mm. took so much pain medicine and I definitely could not relax into the pain. I was just so resistant of everything. And you had to really help me like see myself on the other side of it because I was so caught up in, in the trauma of it. Yeah, well, it's it's. Um... I mean, that is the major culprit to pain. Again, there, there is original pain. There's no question about it. We all get to experience it, whether we like it or not. So obviously it would serve us well to learn how to like it, which really means to learn how to accept it for what it is. Stop trying to change the pain versus let the pain be what the pain is. And if you do that, then the pain can move through you. When that pain moves through you, at some point it'll have its completion point, 
And when that happens, you'll know it because it just, as, as Michelle said, it just, it felt really amazing. And it does feel amazing um, in that context because it's not just the pain moving through, it's also whatever that was in this case attached to in terms of her karma, then that piece of karma also moves through, meaning that piece of karma also gets resolved. And so it's part of why we feel amazing on the other side of it, because not only do we now get to the other side, in other words, we succeed in really getting through all of this successfully, but then simultaneously, um, we resolved a piece of our karma. And when you resolve a piece of your karma for real now, it'll always feel lighter, it'll feel freer, and you'll feel happier every single time. It's just absolutely amazing. I mean, to think about this experience that Michelle had, you know, surgery is no joke. And if, if someone out there hasn't experienced surgery, you really have no understanding of what the process is going to be to heal. So I'm just completely mesmerized with what Michelle said about how she experienced it as opposed to how I experienced it. And you know, Dale, I just have to say that I really hope anybody, I think, I think we need to make sure that we preface this with, if you're about to go through surgery, listen to this podcast. <laughs> well, that's interesting. You know, uh, uh, we have somebody else in our network uh, that's been a student of mine um, and somebody who's very dear to me now uh, throughout the years. And she just went in for a surgical procedure and it's a surgical procedure that uniquely enough she's had before. And when she had it before, um, to use her words, it was excruciatingly painful. And it lasted for weeks before she got to the other side of the pain. And it was like, it was horrific. It was like going through hell. And so in going back now to this experience again, meaning this a similar surgical procedure, that she just had done, she had all of that trauma from back then when she had it done, uh, this procedure, um, and it all came to the surface. And she was she was having a difficult time with it, no question about it. And then, at some point, I began to assist her in basically getting her ready for this surgery, this surgical procedure, um, and all the way through, literally to the night before. Uh, the surgery took place that following early that following morning. And she was scheduled to be there for at least two to three weeks because this whole thing was based on this pain. And it was all based on how this pain is excruciating and how it takes on average two to three weeks to get through and so on and so forth. Um, long story short, um, she went in for the surgery and um, surgery went impeccably well. It was super, super smooth. And her recovery, um, literally on the day, the first day of recovery, she noticed a difference in terms of the pain. And that, and it was kind of odd to her that the pain wasn't as great as it was the last time. And then day number two, she noticed the pain was doing something different yet again. And all the way through to day number five and day number six, by the time she got to day four, day five, somewhere in there, uh, to use her words, it blew her mind. And it also blew the mind of her doctor. Um, 
because uh, she, you know, she had to go in for a checkup for the doctor five days after the actual uh, surgery. And uh, he too was blown away that the pain that somebody has with a procedure like this uh, was greater than anything that they were experiencing, meaning where she was experiencing. And at some point, uh, whether it was day two or day three, after the surgical procedure, she made the connection like, holy cow, what happened this time is she showed up differently going into the surgery. She took my lead. She allowed me to really facilitate her through um, some experiences leading up to when her surgery actually took place. And because of that, um, it changed the entire outcome. It still was painful, but nothing, not even close to her earlier experience on the first round uh, with this. And so much so that that whole idea of, of being in this process and being close to this doctor for two to three weeks after the surgery, she was released in six days after the surgery and was uh, told that she could now get on a plane because she was in another city when this took place, get on a plane and go back home and just continue to rest. She's, gonna, she's doing fine. She's going to continue on doing fine. Again, the doctor was just, it blew his mind with how quick. Well, what was that? That trauma from before, number one, that needed to be identified. And it did. And then worked through. Number two, we had to get to the resistance. And we got to it. And then number three, we set a tone in motion, specifically and purposely, for the outcome. And she got it in spades. It, again, it blew her mind. In fact, um, I just spoke with her recently. Now it's been a, a couple of weeks since her procedure. And now she, she wants to give a testimonial. It, it's, it's still blowing her mind in light of what's happened here and how quickly her body is recovering uh, naturally and organically. Everything is just like the whole thing is just um, a very different experience. And so, um, you know, and I could go on. I've, I've got, as I'm speaking out loud on this, uh, right away, I think of another half a dozen stories of both women and men where I've assisted in this uh, type of an experience and have gotten these amazing outcomes out of those types of experiences that normally are just immensely painful. And yet, yes, they were still painful, but nothing compared to what it could have been. And so this is really powerful now. And the truth is anybody can do this. You just got to learn how. And usually you need to have somebody in your corner, you know, the two, at least the first couple of times to show you how to do this by literally helping you to do this, facilitating you through whatever it is that they would facilitate you through so that your experience in this regard becomes a richer experience, a more powerful experience, a smoother experience, a more graceful experience, and more specifically, a, a more successful experience. You know, how 
what you said is so key. Like how you go into it makes all the difference because I remember my fear was like at its peak and I had no idea what to expect and I wasn't sure if I was even going to live through it. I mean, when I look back on it now, it was just a surgery on my wrist, but you would have thought that like I was preparing for open heart surgery or like some risky, like is she going to live through it kind of thing. And I gave my daughter access to all my passwords and all my account info. And like, I mean, I was preparing for death, you know, (laughs) and I remember you gave me a visualization to do just before my surgery that got me through it because as I'm, you know, going under, I'm remembering what you said to me and that's probably the only reason I lived because before that, I mean, there's a part of me that really like thought I was going to die and it wasn't even a major surgery. So hearing what you said about these two different ways that it happened for her, I can completely see that because my mind made it much worse than it really was. Oh, and, and it will, it will. In fact, it always does. If, if, if that's how we're living our life, where we've given that type of power to our mind, um, coupled possibly even with our ego as well. And it can really throw a monkey wrench into not just the experience around the, whatever the surgical procedure is going to be, but then it's what happens after that. The whole healing, the whole recovery process can literally be held up <laughs> in some cases for weeks on end. Right. That makes so much sense because my healing was really slow and we, you and I worked together a lot on this. And I think I remember at first my doctor said, you know, I have people that are still coming in a year later who, you know, physical therapy hasn't helped them and they're just not recovering. And he said, I don't want you to be one of those people. And so you and I started doing a lot of different things to really do some clearing and my transformation really kicked in more and I got back on to a better, um, higher trajectory path for really clearing some stuff. But I mean, I was in the thick of it. And so Mm -hmm. when I think about that, how, you know, what that doctor said about some people never fully recover because they're so stuck in where their mind's just taken over. Well, yeah, see, it's not just the mind. So it's, 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 um, the mind will take over, but how we get to that place is we're in a truckload of resistance. Mm, true. And, and ultimately, what's resistance? Resistance, if you drill down deep enough and get to its core, you're going to find fear. So when the, fe- when the resistance is strong, the fear is strong. When the resistance becomes intense, that fear is equally intense. And when you're going into a surgery with that kind of fear or that kind of resistance, your mind is just going to go crazy. And because your mind is your creative instrument, um, yeah, it could really mess things up. I have no doubt there are people who literally have died um, in the OR. Um, And of course, it looks like maybe something went wrong with the surgery or their body just started to fail them and so on and so forth. But I've seen, I've had a firsthand experience multiple times now with a number of people throughout the decades where if that fear is intense enough, I mean, not so much anymore. Now I can get somebody to calm down because I know how to do all kinds of things in terms of helping them to calm down. Um, But back in the day when I was in my 20s and I was helping people even in in these places, Quite frankly, it was scary for me. 
because I didn't have access to what I now have access to. I clearly wanted to assist them. And yet I was somewhat limited to what I could do back then. So I didn't want them to die. I didn't want them to go through this uh, elongated period of excruciating pain. Somebody I care about, not at all. And, um, you know, so I got a firsthand experience. And then of course my own, you know, personal experiences of being close to my own physical death as well in regard to some of what we're talking about here today. And you know, I decided by the time I got in my late 20s that I was going to learn how to do this and I was going to master this. I was going to get, I wanted to become so good at this that I could help anybody and everybody that was willing to be helped, that really wanted to be helped in this regard. Now, of course, that was many years ago, decades ago. And in today's time, then, you know, this is what I sometimes find myself doing, helping wonderful people such as yourself in a situation like this. Um, but even that, that, that resistance, it, it can be gnarling, you know, it's, even though I know how to do a lot of different things to help somebody in terms of lowering that resistance, especially when it really needs to be lowered, meaning we're on a timeline now, person's going into surgery three days from now, right? And, uh, you know, so it, part of it comes down to how willing that person is. The other part comes down to, you know, how good am I in being able to get them relaxed enough to where they're willing to start to even let go of their resistance and start to, at, at the very least, put their fear in a place of check so their fear is not running the show. Because if the fear is running the show, that's where the mind will go crazy. And when that mind goes crazy, at that point, all bets are now off in light of what can happen. And especially if you find yourself in the OR room where you have been put under, which means you have no more willpower. And so it's all bets are now off in light of what could potentially happen there. And so uh, it's another reason why sometimes people get scared about this sort of thing, because they already know that if they go under, they can't control any of it now for sure. Right. It's, it's like literally all bets are off. And that's why sometimes just like you experience, here you are giving all your password information to your daughter, because you're, you're, you're now in that process of convincing yourself, there's a good chance you're going to die. Right. <laughs> and even though someone like myself, I already know you're not going to die, but you can't take it from me because you're, you're having your own, you're having your own experience with yourself. Right. In this case is a very intense experience. Yeah. And, but meanwhile, that intense experience is all contributing to this place of you convincing yourself that there's a good chance you're going to die you're not going to make it through this thing. And so now all of a sudden we're doing things like making sure our will is intact and, and making sure everybody has our passwords. And, and now we're saying our alohas to everybody. We're sending out the farewell message uh, to everyone because at this point we're 90% convinced that we're probably not going to make it out of this thing. And even <laughs> though that's not it at all, the soul, I mean, your soul, your soul hasn't said we're checking out now. Right. Now that part I knew, right? And, uh, but your mind and your ego and your little self didn't know that it was disconnected from the greater truth. And therefore it starts to go on this tangent and does exactly what you just articulated or can do exactly what you just articulated. And next thing you know, now you're going to the surgery and, you know, terrified to death, so to speak. Um, not the best place to start a surgery from that's for sure.
No, for sure not. You know, it's interesting when I look back on it now because it, I'm laughing. It just seems so ridiculous that I got that spun out about it. And yeah. I remember every time they would talk to me, they were they would have written down right arm. And it was my left arm they were supposed to operate on. So I remember the morning of the surgery, my daughter is going to take me in. And I had her right on Sharpie really big on my right arm. It's the other arm. And that actually made me feel better. Like that was my little bit of control in this whole thing was at least they wouldn't operate on the wrong arm. Can you imagine having two surgeries because they did the wrong one? But I just have to say, you know, in retrospect, when I look back, it was ridiculous how much power my mind had, but that was really a turning point for me in getting on the other side of it and starting to get some control back. Because as you had said, the whole reason I even had the accident was something for me to be looking at. And a lot of this I created for myself as, you know, this was some of my karma to learn some of these things. And so it's interesting in looking at this whole thing of what we're talking about and how we do create stuff for ourselves to learn from where we have to have surgery and we have to go through these things. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's, it's another form of um, something manifesting from within us. Uh, you know, as I touch on again in book number one of the trilogy, the transformation trilogy that is being called the change, you know, when it comes to changing something in our world for the better, it always starts off where we get like a feather uh, or what I call the feather approach where someone or something comes into our life and says, hey, listen, time to change this, time to change your ways, time to let go of that control, time to let go of the, the, that control or those control sticks, um, meaning, you know, the person's very controlling. And of course, they're going to be really controlling because when there's a lot of fear stuck inside of us still that we haven't processed yet, not only are we going to be in a lot of resistance, but one of the ways in how we play out that resistance is through our controlling ways. We got to control everything all the way through to writing on the opposite arm. This is not the arm to, to do the surgery. It's, it's, it's the other arm. And as you said, you know, that was a little bit of you controlling. Uh, I would simply say a little bit. Um, right. And so, you know, it's, it's clearly, um, again, it all comes back to this root of, of fear, because that's why we become so controlling, because we're afraid. Um, in this case, of course, we're afraid we're going to die. So, so to make sure we don't die, we, we got to control everything. <laughs> well, again, probably not the best way to go into a surgery. It is a way, but just not the best way, right? Because yeah. that all that controlling stuff is all nothing more than, you know, resistance. And so going back to the feather, so the universe or your higher self uh, or one of your guides will bring to you uh, something that if you could just recognize it uh, around that of what you are to be changing about yourself and the way you're living and the stuff you're holding within and, and so on and so forth, and but be able to recognize at that level, then this whole change thing becomes much easier. That's the whole idea with that feather approach. But you know, at least in my world, uh, through the years of teaching, um, very seldom have I seen somebody really embrace the feather um, until they know what this is, which means beyond the feather, if we, if, we, if we can't get it on the feather approach, then, we, then it gets leveled up to the, 
what I call the Mack truck approach. And where some, and, what, and all that means is whatever it is we're ready to be letting go of, as in that controlling issue or all that fear, that resistance. Now, quite frankly, we need a Mack truck. A Mack truck, that what that means is something intense is going to happen and it's not going to feel good. In fact, it's going to be downright painful. Just like if a Mack truck was to hit you head on, no matter how you cut it, it's going to be painful. And it's going to grab your, or hopefully it's going to grab your attention, right? But it's going to be intensely painful and so on. And so, and then beyond there, there's actually two other levels that we could, so to, so to speak, uh, morph into if we're still not paying attention around what it is we're really to be changing in our world, not just our external world, but more specifically our internal world, you see. And so when it comes to a surgery, the surgery is an outward manifestation of something that's been going on within that we have not been addressing properly. It's an unconscious manifestation. Now, in your case, you, you took a fall and broke your wrist. So, you know, we got to go back to just what was going on leading up to taking the fall. Because as a result of doing that, that then put this all into motion, which then set the stage for this surgery, which then set the stage for all this fear and resistance and so on. And so this is so important to understand. Um, and it takes time to understand it. And you're probably going to need a teacher or a guide or a coach or someone that's, that really knows what they're talking about here to help prepare you, to help you get better at understanding this so you can start making different choices. You can start making better choices, wiser choices when it comes to you and your life and the way you're living your life, you see. And so then out of that, if you do need to manifest a surgery, um, then you manifest the surgery, you're going to have an experience, there's going to be some pain associated with this. And then out of that, this could also be like we originally started off on this topic with Michelle's question about karma. This could also be related to direct karma or consequences from a previous choice. And if we can start to tap into that consciously, boy, that can help everything immensely because all of this, ultimately what it does, it gets that resistance that we've been in it gets it to move in the opposite direction. So instead of the resistance increasing, we want to decrease the resistance. Instead of the fear getting louder, we want to quiet the fear by clearing the fear, healing the fear, transforming the fear. Instead of letting our mind go crazy on us, we want to pull back in the reins and we want to drive the mind. We want to steer what's actually occurring in our mind. These are all very important things to learn along our journey. And, and we all can learn these things. And eventually we will learn these things, whether we do it in this life or the next life. We are destined for this because ultimately this is our energy, our energy. So if I, have, if I, if I become a very controlling person, which is all rooted in deep, deep-seated fear, if I become a very controlling person, well, clearly if I hold on to that controlling issue, so to speak, then the likelihood of me learning lessons are gonna, is gonna be next to nil. If on the other hand, I get a better handle on this controlling issue that I have, but then more specifically, I choose to go into it with the intent being to heal it up, to transform it, 
This now potentially becomes a game changer for me. This is what could change everything for the better in my world. And maybe that was the very beginning part of all this when the feather first came in, landed on your pathway to like, hey, Dale, hey, Mickey, hey, Michelle, hey, Joanne, hey, George, hey, Cody, hey, Tina, hey, Rachel, hey, Darlene, right? That this is what you're to be changing. And so we either get it the easier way or we get it the harder way. The harder way is, is when we miss out on those signals of where the universe or spirits dropping a feather on our path, we miss two or three or four or five of those. And then eventually it, it not only can, it will ramp up to that Mack truck experience. And hopefully at that place, that's where we actually get it. But in some cases, people believe it or not, even with the Mack truck experience, they don't even get it there. They need a leveling up to have it be more intense and more painful and so on. And then maybe they'll actually get it. They'll get what's really going on here so they can begin to address it properly. They can begin to work with this energy correctly and ultimately get more of their life back. And you could say just literally transform themselves for the better in the biggest and the best and the brightest of ways. Well, speaking of transforming yourself and just this, this entire conversation just really makes me think about the fact that your book is coming out soon on this topic, Transform Your Destiny, which has an entire section on karma, where our listeners here can learn more about themselves and how to transform their fears and work through their karma so they can have less pain in their own lives, like what is happening for Michelle. So I just had to put that in there because I thought, what a beautiful segue in to the fact that your book is coming out in a few months and it deals with the very thing we've been talking about here. Oh yeah, that and a whole lot more, obviously. Uh, but this piece on karma and this piece on choice and um, and how to, how to have a new approach, because uh, there is a new approach. There's a new approach to all of this. There's a new approach. There's a better approach. It's a higher approach. It's a greater approach. Whatever word you want to give that. But here's the bottom line. This type of an approach will get you the results that you really are desiring. Um, meaning you will change your life. You will change you or you will begin to change in the best of ways, as I said. Uh, but also your life, your life will start to change. Maybe not right away, might take a little bit of time, but your life will start to change for the better. And I mean, this is quite frankly, what we're all destined for. Um, literally, I clearly was destined for this. Uh, you're clearly destined for this. We're possibly at two different places along our journey at this point. But nonetheless, that this is what we as a people are to ultimately be doing. We are to be, you know, resolving our karma. We're not to be creating more negative karma. We're to be resolving our negative karma. We're to be balancing that out. We're to be learning about change um, in, in the most beneficial of ways. Uh, we are to be dealing with our own core issues. And if one of those core issues is that controlling issue, we're to be dealing with that stuff, not from, a, not from the perspective to make ourselves wrong or beat ourselves down, but rather from the perspective to learn about ourselves, 
And in that learning about ourselves, then we begin that process of clearing out that issue or resolving that issue, you see. And then lastly, the, the big deal here is to really learn, again, talk about a lesson. This is a lesson that, oh, I read across the board. I've seen almost every single person I've come into contact with, and including myself, um, that uh, has to learn. And, and that lesson is to learn how to choose. And it's to learn how to choose wisely. And that's a big, big lesson. It's not an easy lesson to learn. Um, there's no quick fix here to learn that lesson. Um, it's a lesson that will challenge you left, right, and center, so to speak, or at least everybody I've seen that have become aware that this is a lesson that, that they're here to learn, just as it was for me as well. Um, but on the upside, once you learn this lesson well, and you really learn how to choose wisely, oh my gosh, it changes everything in the best of ways. People in your life will become more inspired by you because they will literally see you making newer choices, wiser choices, better choices, the type of choices that cause your life to become richer, not just financially, just richer, just in general, uh, to cause you to become maybe a little happier, to cause you to become healthier, to cause you to become more connected to that of your truest self. I mean, it just, it lights everything up, that core lesson. And so it's a, it's a big message uh, throughout uh, this new book that's coming out that, Nikki, you just spoke on, uh, transform your destiny. It's a very big part of the messaging, um, which is another reason why we have karma, the negative karma. Because ultimately, when we have negative karma or karma that we are to be balancing out in this way, it's going to come. Now, there's other lessons here, uh, which, is, which are also highlighted in the book. Um, and some of those lessons, you know, with each individual is going to be a little different in terms of what the lessons are that we really are to be learning for ourselves. Um, but as a common lesson, as a shared lesson, pretty much across the board, as I said, for all the decades I've been doing this for now, uh, in serving others is pretty much every single one of us uh, on, on a deeper level have this as a lesson that we came into this life with to actually learn and more specifically to learn well. You learn this well and your destiny will transform. It will transform to its highest octave. It really is um, a beautiful and most certainly an awesome divine thing. It absolutely is. And I'm so excited that you gave us a little preview in. I know this is just one piece of the many things that you cover in this amazing book that's coming in just a few short months. I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. And, and rightly so. You've been very much involved in helping to get it to uh, its ready place so it can come out into the market or into the public as well. So you've, you've had a little more of an intimate experience with it than obviously most would have. Um, but nonetheless, uh, the, it, it really is, it's not only exciting, Mickey, you know what it is, at least from my perspective, the timing now is right for a book like this to come out into the world. So I've been working on this for a long, long time. This is clearly not my first rodeo. And, you know, uh, meaning this book here, this book I've been working on for 
long, long time. And, um, you know, so part of it had to do with, you know, as the author, I had to go through my own experiences to really access uh, much of what is written about in this book, Transform Your Destiny. But the other part is the timing also had to be right. In other words, not just my timing as an individual, but the timing just for people. Because um, this topic or topics that are highlighted in Transform Your Destiny, there was a time when these topics were, they were like banned. It was not a good idea to be out in the world teaching these types of topics. They were in more of what was known as in the mystery schools or in the underground world. Because um, there were those in the planet that did not want these types of teachings to get out in the world. And then the other side is some of this stuff, especially when you're looking at your own choices that you've already made and you're looking at karma that you haven't yet resolved, you know, this is not an easy thing to do. Lisa sure hasn't been easy for me. And it hasn't been easy for those that I've guided along the way. But boy, is it ever worth it. It is so worth it to get your sleeves rolled up little by little, slowly but surely, and really take a dive into this. Um, You're going to see things about yourself that you just haven't seen before. Or maybe you saw, but you were never able to articulate. And all of a sudden, you're reading chapter nine in the book, and it just helps you to better articulate what it is you've been seeing. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. This book is literally helping me right now. Chapter number nine or chapter number 14 is literally helping me right now. This is so surreal for me. It's just absolutely amazing. I'm so glad um, this book came into my life. I'm so glad I chose, chose a choice. I'm so glad I chose to purchase this book. And I'm even more glad that I've chosen to really read the book, to really consume the book, to take the book in, because these teachings, they are potent. They are powerful. They will rock your world. It's one of the reasons why this book, the timing of this book coming out in the world needed to be um, right, so to speak, as in the planets needed to be lined up because this type of a book will rock at least someone's world out there. Um, and so you want to know what's going on here and you want to be ready for this. And that's the timing part is that there are more people on the planet right now that are so ready for something like this, um, almost to the point where they're kind of tired the way things have been going in their world and they are now ready for a radical change. They are ready to have their life be different. They are ready to start showing up differently than they've ever done before in that of their life. And clearly uh, this book, Transform Your Destiny, could help you to do just that. Couldn't have said it better myself, Dell. <laughs> so excited as i said before and just want to make sure everybody knows depending on when you're listening to this podcast you can look for transform your destiny wherever books are sold in um i believe it's the uh, early summer months of 2022 uh, coming just here shortly it'll be june it'll, it, it's the first june. part of june the first june. the release has already been scheduled so it's in the first part of june of 2022 that's when the book will come out into the world and then from that point on you'll be able to access it whenever you wish Excellent. And books will be pre-sold coming very shortly. So uh, yes, you guys check true. that out. What's that, Dale? 
Yes, that too. Uh, we're <laughs> going to be, yep, as early as sometime in April, I believe that's scheduled for, uh, where there's going to be the opportunity to pre-order uh, the book or books if you want to get them to uh, friends or people you care about, your business associates or clients or family or whoever. Um, you'll have that opportunity to be able to take advantage of that as well, leading up to the actual release date, uh, the beginning part of June. Fantastic. Well, Michelle, thank you for your original question. And Dale, thank you for this wonderful journey that we went on and answering not just Michelle's question, but uh, all these other topics and pieces that we covered on. Yeah, this was fun. <laughs> it was yeah. fun. And, and it was a, it was a deeper topic too. Like even like with what you experienced with your surgical procedure, right. uh, what Michelle experienced, uh, what this other woman that I alluded to in terms of sharing her story a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and at some point, like I said, she is now, she wants to give a testimonial because she just, she wants the world to know just how powerful this is, how incredibly empowering and beautiful and divine this is. And so she's on fire to do just that at some point in the very near future too. And so um, it is exciting and it is fun in that context to be able to, you know, number one, assist people in this regard, but then number two, have it be, you know, your experience where you get to experience this and you get to experience how different this could really be right. in a situation such as, you know, having surgery, um, that's mind blowing. I mean, that is really, or actually it's, it's more than mind blowing. It's mind expanding is yeah. what that is. And, uh, and that in itself is fun um, because more and more people as they come to that and they have their own experiences uh, around that. I mean, it's together we can change the world. Mm -hmm. We are changing the world and we will change the world together. So the more of us that can have these types of experiences, um, the better the better it's going to be for all of us because it's these experiences that confirm, they validate, like, holy cow, these teachings really are powerful. These teachings really are potent. They are life-changing. And if I can do this, that means everybody ought to be able to do this, which is true. Everybody can. Everybody can do this. You see, you just got to get access. You just got to get access to... Uh, these teachings, you got to be able to understand these teachings. In other words, it got to be broken down for you, right? So where you can really understand them. And then you start to apply them. You start to utilize them in your own day-to-day -day experiencing of whatever it is you're experiencing. And that's where everything changes times five, big time. Everything changes because now you're having a visceral experience with this. And it's just like Michelle said, it's, it's amazing. Yeah, absolutely profound. And everything you guys have heard here today is just testaments to the power of doing this work and highly recommend you get a copy of Transform Your Destiny when it comes about and listen to this podcast again when you're thinking about going into surgery. <laughs> Doesn't have to be painful. You can have the feather. <laughs> yes. yes, you can have the feather. And I would add to that too, Mickey, or anything that you're going into that you perceive to be painful. Mm, there you go. Uncomfortable. You might want to come back and revisit this episode. Absolutely. That was the first question was about the pain. So there you go. Yeah. yeah. Not just surgery, but anything uncomfortable or painful. I love yeah. that clarity. Yes.
Thank you, Dale. All right. Well, thank you, Michelle. And do remember, you too can get your question answered by just sending it in to AskDale at AskDaleAnything.com. You never know where your question is going to lead and how it's going to help other people. So please send that in to us and you'll also get entered into our best question bonus giveaway. That is an ongoing drawing for one of Dale's transformational courses. You can just imagine from the content you've heard here today, what these powerful courses have in store for you to help heal your life and make it even better as you go forward into the future. All right, everybody. Thanks so much for joining us. And if you found Dale's teachings helpful and you want to get more of them, then you might really like his free ebook that we have for you, 12 Simple Ways to Change Your Life in 30 Days. You can download it for free at dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. That's dellhalloway.com forward slash practices. In it, you'll find 12 simple ways explained to you in exact step-by-step -step fashion that will cause your life to move forward in the next month. Simply choose one of the practices, any one of them, do it for 30 days straight, and you'll see a new you begin to manifest. I am not kidding. Download your free copy today at D-A-L-E-H-A-L-A-W-A-Y.com forward slash practices. Oh, and by the way, if you know anybody who might find this content helpful, please share it with them. Thanks so much, and I'll talk to you next time.